This is Pastor Andrea Ellis, and I just want to personally welcome you to the Destiny Faith Church podcast. I'm so happy you're with us today. I trust the word of God will inspire you. So please open your heart and enjoy the word. As for today, I'm continuing in the vein that we've been speaking concerning, and that vein is shatter the pattern. The topic of my discussion for today is no half stepping. No half stepping. I think it's a few people in the room that's about my age that remember that from back in the day. Jeff, you remember? Ain't no half stepping. Ain't no half Stepping. Let's start off with Psalm number 37. Psalm number 37 says, The steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord. The steps. The steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord. <clears throat> May I submit to you today that steps have reference to patterns and cycles and circles and procedures and methodologies, the things that we do on the regular, the things that we do over and over and over. You found out for yourself following a recipe when you follow the steps, step one, step two, step three. If you follow the steps precisely, you can and will receive the desired results. Steps can take you forward, progressively move you forward. They advance you. Steps can also move you upward. There's upward mobility with steps. Steps create movement and motion. Steps create momentum. The steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord. We learned this word order comes from the same word where we get ordained, anointed, prescribed of the Lord. Now let's talk about this good man here that this verse is talking about. The devil has begun to bombard and harass our minds in many instances in our lives, especially when we have patterns that don't, don't serve us well. When we have patterns in our lives that no longer serve us well, the enemy has this way of making us think that we're not good any longer. It's not that you're not good, it's that the pattern is not good. And the pattern has to be shattered. Good has reference to strong, brave, steady, uncompromising character, integrity, and faithful. Are you listening to me? We walk by faith and not by sight. I'm still talking about steps. The steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord. What happens, however, when the steps that I have taken keep landing me at a spot that I don't want to be at? What happens when the steps that I take take me back around in a circle? It's a cycle. I have periods and increments and intervals of success, but inevitably I wind up back at the same spot. 
that is a cycle. That is a pattern. That is something that is within me that is stealing from me. Instead of taking me to where I need to go, it's landing me back in a spot that I don't want to be at. So today, my discussion title is No Half-Stepping. In the Urban Dictionary, half-stepping has reference to starting something you don't have no intention of finishing. Trash talking and know that you don't have nothing to back it up. Saying all the right things and knowing at the end of the day you're not going to put the effort and the work in it to accomplish it. It's talking big talk with no follow through. I'm here to encourage you today. No half stepping. If this time is going to be different, then no half stepping. Am I making faith to anybody? When you shatter patterns and you conquer places in you that are robbing from you, you will experience a better life. You will. You got a better life that's waiting for you. Your name is all over it. If you put your head in a supernatural realm, you can see all of the stuff that God has already given you. But there are patterns that are holding you back from God's best. <clears throat> this better life, this better, this greater is accomplished not just because you want it, because we all want better, don't we? I've I never heard nobody say, I want worse. We all want better, but we have to do what is necessary in order to get better. Here's the thing, in church, and I'm just talking about in church, most of the time, we don't mind shouting for it. We can shout in church. We know we know how to shout. And then we'll go right home and don't change the pattern. You can spin around seven times. If I say spin around seven times and this time will be different, y'all will spin till you dizzy. But that's not going to do it. There has to be human effort. When I apply human effort, God will give me divine support and divine help based upon the decision that I made to do it. Am I making faith? It's a losing battle. And the cycle repeats over and over and over if I don't develop the skills and the disciplines to execute a new pattern. I have to develop skills and disciplines. I have to develop skills and disciplines. I have to develop skills and disciplines to execute a new pattern. For better and for greater. I got to do it. I do it for anything else. When I want to bake a cake, I follow a recipe. I Google it. If I want to know how to change a flat, I Google it. I find out. Come on. If I want to learn how to box braid and contour my face, I Google it. I don't put the responsibility off on anybody else. I 
to develop the skills and the disciplines to execute a new pattern for a greater and a better life. I'm an alumnus of Oakland University. I wanted to go into broadcast journalism. I'm not mad at OU because I'm not on TV. It ain't OU. That's me. Come on. How many of you got a degree? Are you walking, working in your field? Are you making the money? Why aren't you mad at the university? Because it wasn't the university. It's you. You got to develop the skills. You got to have the disciplines in order to execute new patterns. Listen to me. If you don't execute new patterns, inevitably you're going to fall right back into the same pattern. Because what you've always done is what you're going to always do. No matter if you don't want to do it. If you've not created nothing else to do, automatically you're going to default back to what you've always done. Come on. If you get tired of eating, I'm tired of McDonald's. I'm tired of fast food. If you don't pull chicken out of the freezer, you don't meal prep, you don't have nothing ready. When it's dinner time and you don't have nothing in the sink, nothing pulled out, guess where you're going? McDonald's. DoorDash. Wait, why are you mad at DoorDash? I can't stand DoorDash. You're the one that didn't get You have to do it. You have to develop new patterns. Come on. And here's the deal. We can do it. And we know to do it. But it ain't easy to do it. Because who feel like it? <laughs> who feel like all that meal prepping and taking stuff out and soaking this? and do? Who feels like it? Nobody for real. But when you see your money keep going out to the same place and you're not getting no results and all that money that you put, giving a DoorDash and all of this, it's going right in the toilet. Am I making faith? You got to create a new pattern. And it requires discipline. It requires so much discipline. You got to threaten yourself. If I don't take that chicken out today, I'm going to eat a bowl of cereal. Well, for cereal again today. If I don't do what I'm supposed to do, I'm going to eat a bologna sandwich. Peanut butter and jelly it is because I forgot to take the food out again. Come on. It's no, you can't fault that on nobody. You got to create a new pattern. I'm not making faith to anybody. You have to enforce power over self-defeating and self-sabotaging patterns. That bears repeating. You have to enforce power over self-defeating and self-sabotaging patterns. Come on. And here's the thing. We know, but sometimes we deceive ourselves. Come on. You could be a hearer, but if you're not a doer, the Bible says you're deceiving yourself. You have to harness your will and you have to direct your will so that your will works for your benefit. Because if this time is going to be different, I got to shatter patterns and there's no half stepping. 
I can't give it a half-ditch effort. Man is a tripartite being. There are three compartments to man. Man is a spirit who lives inside of a body, and he possesses, owns, and controls his soul. The soul has five compartments, and the five compartments of the soul is the mind, will, emotions, imagination, and intellect. So if man is a spirit, that means what you see is just my body. This is just where I live. I live inside of this body. Okay? So man is a spirit. My spirit gives me life. When my spirit leaves out of this body, my body will fall to the ground lifeless. So man is a spirit. My spirit gives this body life. Man is a spirit who lives inside of a body and he owns, he possesses his soul. The scripture says you possess your soul. You own, you control your soul. You manage your soul. You manage your mind. You manage your emotion. You manage your intellect. You manage your, uh, what is it, mind, will, emotion, imagination, and intellect. You manage that part. Here's the deal. Your emotions will lead you to believe that they're running a show. And your emotions will get so loud on you, will have you acting out of character. Your will will get loud on you, have you acting out of character. Come on. But you control your mind, will, emotion, imagination, and intellect. They don't control you. Now, you can let them control you. Have you ever seen a little bratty kid in a store? I want it, I want it now, 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 now. They be cutting up, throwing stuff off the shelves and everything. Y'all ever seen it? Oh, that was y'all in the store. I be in the store, and when little kids be performing in the store, since they performing anyway, I walk all the way around the corner, and I be looking, I be like, You performing? I'm a look. I'm a, they don't be embarrassed. They performing, aren't they acting? If you acting, I'm coming for the show. And I stand there just as bold with my whole cart looking. I sure do. But that is how your flesh will do you. If you allow it to. I, wanna, I just want to be held. I just want to make out. I just want some kissing. I want this. I want that. And, 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 and it's never satisfied. The more you give it, the more it demands. I want more, 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 more. Now, 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 now. You got to control that. Otherwise, your mind, will, emotions, imagination, and intellect will make a fool out of you. And you can't point the finger at nobody else. You did that. Y'all not going to say nothing. Life is choice driven. We live or die by the choices we make. We live or die by the choices we make. And here's the B part to that. You impose your choices on your family on your kids, on your husband, on your wife. Now, you made those, those choices, and they got to live with it. They didn't even sign up for that. that they, 
Now you've imposed that on them and that stuff hurts them. It's traumatic for them. It's mortifying for them. But you didn't want to manage your emotions. You didn't want to manage your flesh. Now you got them crying and feeling inferior and the devil fighting their mind and they're up crying all night long and they got torment going on on the inside that you can't see from the outside. Did you know that there's torment that goes on on the inside of somebody's heart that you can't see? Just because you can't see it doesn't mean that it's not going on because you imposed that on them. Because you wouldn't fight that thing. You said, that's just how I am. That's not how you are. Come on, you can shatter any pattern that there is. If you can have victory in one arena, you can have victory in every single solitary arena. The same, the same discipline that you take to go to the gym every day and work out, you have the same discipline to talk to somebody like you've got good sense. The same discipline that the gym make you come home and bring your check home and pay your bills on time and save your money. Come on, y'all looking at me funny. I'm telling you, life is choice driven. We live or die by the choices we make. Come on. I met a lady and she told me that um, she had COVID so bad and she was almost died because she's a, a severe smoker. She said as soon as she got out of the hospital, she started back smoking. I said, well, why do you want to do a thing like that? Well, you got to die from something. Well, not from that. That was her choice. She went all them days without smoking. That was her choice to go back. I felt sorry for her. But that was the choice that she, she we got to die from something. Who said we got to die from something? How come you just can't close your eyes to the earthly realm and wake up in the heavenly realm? You ain't got to die from nothing. Come on. We live or die by the choices that we make, and we impose those choices on our family. So we have to start establishing your will. You establish your own will. Establishing your will is your responsibility. It's not anybody else's responsibility. And nobody has to to remind you about your own will. Come on. I have to remind you to eat. I don't have to remind you to do nothing else that you want to do. Why do I have to remind you about your own will? You manage your own will. Establishing your will is your responsibility. Establishing your will is your responsibility. Establishing your will is your responsibility. That's your job. To establish your will. Stop the blame game. Stop it. Stop it now. Stop blaming other people. Well, if you hadn't have did this, I wouldn't have had to bust you in your mouth. No, you bust somebody in their mouth because you didn't control your emotion. A person has a right to say whatever they want to say and they can talk. Now you're going to bust them. Now you're going to fight because you don't like what they said. No, you blame it so you can justify and it's not right. Remember in the garden, the serpent beguiled Eve. He said, you won't die if you take what's God's. You don't have to honor God like that. God is holding something back from you, girl. You know, if you keep it back and you eat it, God just knows you're going to be like him. And she took the fruit and ate it because she was, she was led to believe 
that if I don't honor God, I'll be just like him. I ain't got to honor him. I'll be on his level. And the problem was she was already created in his image and in his likeness. And after she ate, it wasn't enough that she ate. Then the Bible says she took it and she gave it to her husband who was with her. Here's the deal. Why is it when somebody is corrupt, they got to corrupt somebody else? Just going to eat it and going on about your business. Why you got to corrupt somebody else? She gave it to her husband. She corrupted him and he ate it with her. And then just like that, they realized that they were naked and they were afraid. Here's the deal. They had been naked the whole time. But now they were afraid. Afraid is a derivative of fear. Inferiority. False evidence appearing real. Fear is from the enemy. Fear is the polar opposite of faith. And when they got into fear and inferiority, they began to panic. And when they panicked, they started the blame game. Adam said, it was that woman you gave me. Then the woman said, it was that snake. But the bottom line was, it was their choice. It wasn't no woman, it wasn't no snake. It was their choice. I said before you, life and death, blessing and cursing, God said choose life. But with a straight face, You can reach right on past life and get death if you want to. We live or die by the choices we make. Romans chapter 12 and verse 2 in the New International Version says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing means you got to renew it over and over and over, reset it, refresh it over and over and over, the renewing of your mind that you may be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. James chapter 1, verse 21 in the Living Bible says, So get rid of all that is wrong in your life, both inside and outside, and humbly be glad for the wonderful message we have received, for it is able to save our souls, mind, will, emotion, imagination, and intellect, as it takes hold of our hearts. My mind, will, emotion, imagination, and intellect is changed when my heart is changed. Come on. What's going on in your heart will be manifested or identified in your actions. The Bible says, for where your treasure is, so is your heart also. So what's going on in your heart is manifested by your actions. That same passage of scripture in the new, the good news translation says, so get rid of every filthy habit. I'm talking about patterns. And when I'm talking about filthy habits, it might just be a habit that's robbing from you. Don't let McDonald's rob from you. Take all that McDonald's money and put it in a bank account. If you don't want to put it in a bank account, put it in a soup can and hide it under your bed. At least you have it instead of making Mr. McDonald's rich. Come on. 
meal plan. You got to do it, though. You've got to change the pattern. Come on. I, I got to close in a second, but let me read this. I read two more scriptures that I'm going to tell you. I'm going to close here and give you something to think about. So get rid of every filthy habit. What kind of habit or what kind of pattern is in you that's robbing from you? A pattern that is in you that take you back around in a circle. You have success for a while. You keep winding up the same place. Come on, what is the habit and all wicked conduct? Submit to God. Get under the mission of God and accept the word that he plants in your heart. Remember, what's evidence in your heart will manifest in your life, which is able to save you. I'm going to read it from the Phillips translation. This is going to be good. Have done then with impurity and every other evil which touches the lives of others and humbly accept the message that God has sown in your heart, which is able to save your souls. Don't, I beg you, only hear the message, but put it into practice. Otherwise, you are merely deluding yourselves. The man who simply hears and does nothing about it is like a man catching the reflection of his own face in a mirror. He sees himself, it is true, but he goes on with whatever he was doing without the slightest recollection of what sort of person he saw in the mirror. But the man who looks into the perfect mirror of God's law, the law of love, the law of liberty, the law of freedom, and makes a habit or changes the pattern of so doing, is not the man who sees and forgets, He puts that law into practice, and he wins true happiness. Do you get it? When he does it, not just talk about it, when he does it, then he acquires true happiness. Happiness is something money can't buy. It's something that you you can't pay enough money for happiness. Are you listening to me? Philippians chapter 4, verse 13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can shatter patterns that are robbing from me. I can. I really can. And I can create new patterns that feed into me and aid me and assist me and build me up and fortify me and take me to the next level. It's a matter of my will. It's a matter of my choice. I have to take the responsibility. So, as I close, what's your anchor? What's your compelling why? Why? Why shatter the pattern? You have to answer that question. Why should I stop ordering DoorDash seven days a week? Why? What is the why? Well, I'm spending $400 a month when I do that. That's a new car. And you putt-putting around in a hoopty? And you're eating up $400 a month? Or you wanted a house. What's 400 times 12 months? $3,600? $3,800? Okay, thank you, mathematicians. That's a good little guap. Isn't that a good little guap? And you want to own a house? Or let me apply it to debt. Instead of eating it up and it's going in the toilet, what is your compelling why? Why? 
why do I stop giving DoorDash all my money? Why do I stop eating fried chicken seven days a week? I keep saying I want to lose weight. I keep saying I want to drop it like it's hot. I keep saying I want to get married. Hey. So why? Got to put in the work. I got to put in the effort. When I put in the effort, God gives me divine help. But I've got to do it. We keep waiting on God to knock us in the head and make us do it and do it for us. No, you got to do it. I saw him. I was watching TV with, I think it was TJ the other day. And he showed me, a, a, I think it was Steph Curry that was in the gym and training and stuff like that. He just got out of a championship. He already back in the gym preparing for the next season. The next season ain't for months. But this is what we want to do, just mess around all of these months. Then when we get to the day, then try to, at the last second, and try to pull it together. Come on. We've got to put the effort in. And then watch God work. Watch God support us. So ask yourself, I'm closing right here. What's the why? Maybe the why is I want to live a long time. I'm not, I talk to God all the time. I say, God, I want to be like my mama. My mama's seen four generations. My grandma saw four generations. I want to see four generations. I want to see my grandchildren's children. Come on. I want a long life. He satisfies me and shows me his salvation. So I had to do those things that create a long life in me. Eating pork chop sandwiches for breakfast, lunch, and dinner is not going to afford me that. I've got to be. And here's the deal. Everybody else might be able to do it. I can't. So I got to be able to see them eating pork chop sandwiches for breakfast, lunch, and dinner while I'm chewing on carrots and be okay with it because I want long life. I want to see my kids, and I want my grandkids to be able to go on vacation with me, my grandkids' grandkids, go on vacation with me. And I'm still walking around and swimming and having fun with them and them not pushing me in a wheelchair and me barely making it in a walker. Come on, what is your why? And what is your by? By what means necessary? By what extreme are you willing to go through? What are you willing to do? What's your why? And what's your by? What are you willing to do for it? Are you just willing to talk for it? Are you willing to put some effort into it? Are you willing to, everybody else going out to eat, are you willing to tell your friends to, your, to their face, I'm on a spending freeze right now? And if they can't appreciate them, they're not no friends. Girl, you got it. Go on and spend that little money. Uh-uh, I'm telling you I'm on a spending freeze. I got some goals that I'm trying to accomplish. I got some stuff that I'm trying to take care of. I got some debt that I'm trying to get rid of. What's your Why? What's your compelling reason? If you need a compelling reason, look in your children's faces. Come on. You don't want your kids while you, they, they got to walk past you and be calling and crying at the casket. Mama, no. Daddy, no.
You want them to, with long life, God satisfied you and show you his salvation. Come on. Look in your wife's face. Look in your husband's face. Look in your mind. What is your compelling why? And what is your compelling by? By what means are you willing to do it? What are you willing to sacrifice? What are you willing to do to accomplish it? What, what discomfort are you willing to go through? What's your why and what's your by? I'm here to tell you, ain't no half-stepping. We've got to shatter the pattern. Because this time, it's going to be different. Prophetess Bestie said, by this time next year, oh, Shatana Mahata, if you agree that by this time next year, what are you willing to do to get what you believe God for by this time next year? He promised you better. He promised you greater. He promised to astonish you. He promised you blessings on the hill of blessings on the hill of blessings. What is your why and what is your why? Ain't no half stepping. It's time to shatter the pattern. This time, it will be different in Jesus' name. Every head bow, every eye closed in prayer. I trust that word blessed your life. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. And I want you to know that at Destiny Faith Church, we're more than a church, we're a family.